Welcome to the Route to Recovery series. I'm your host, John Kamita, Associate Publisher and Editorial Brand Director of Sportsfield Management Magazine. My guest today is Chris McGinty. Uh, Chris is Superintendent of Parks, Maintenance, and Cemeteries for the City of Framingham, Massachusetts, and he is also Vice President of the New England Sports Turf Managers Association. Welcome, Chris. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Um, we're just trying to get an overview um, for people in terms of, of how various field managers are dealing with the pandemic. So I'm wondering if you could start off by telling us a little bit about your situation, about uh, your fields, your parks, your facilities. Obviously, you deal with cemeteries as well. Um, what kind of is, is your typical scope, your typical workforce, and how you've been impacted by this? Well, I, I would say that, you know, usually at this time of year, I'm running probably about 20 employees. And in the, in the height of the season, I'm running 34, seasonal and summer help. Uh, currently, I have 14 permanent employees that are on split shifts. There's an A week and a B week. Um, and so people are staying at home. They're on call uh, to come in at any, any point when I do need them. But uh, the social distancing with the facilities I have has become an issue, uh, trying to keep the numbers down to 10 or less. Um, so what we've done is we've tried to use uh, other facilities to you know, house the trucks and the equipment and things like that. What's really happened is because we're considered essential you know, employees by the governor, Governor Baker, uh, we are required to come in and perform the, the normal services that Parks Department would do and Cemetery Division would do at this time of year, but only at a, a lesser, um, with less staff, excuse me. Sure. Um, so it's, it brings its challenges. I was able to secure a lot of my fertilizer, grass seed, and um, loam prior to uh, the COVID um, stoppage on uh, March 17th. Those purchase orders were, you know, so those were filled. So currently, uh, not on a day like today because we're rain. We've had a lot of rain here uh, in, in Massachusetts the last couple of weeks. So um, I aggressively started top dressing some areas, but we first started out with deep tining and uh, pro-coring all our fields. I have um, approximately 500 acres, uh, 250 acres of active recreation. I support two colleges, uh, a community college, a regular, and Framingham State University. Or their sports as well as two high schools um, the technical school and the normal uh, Framingham City High School so uh, that includes all the different um, sports spring sports which you know between lacrosse baseball softball um, those sports and track and field uh, I have 34 baseball diamonds um, so as you know going forward it's been very difficult to in the challenge to be met is to keep those fields at optimum conditions but through this aggressive um, aerating program and fertilization and now we're out seeding when the sun's you know when the weather's better uh, we've been able to start um, creating better playing surfaces but the counterpart is that no one is using it which is you know um, I think to the frustration of a lot of the people who are currently out and about who are either, you know, at home college students, high school students and parents that are required to stay at home. So it's, the challenge for us immediately was the tennis courts and the basketball courts. Um, all my nets, uh, we, we closed all the uh, facilities off and then people were starting to cut the locks, 
cut the chains. So we had to remove all our tennis nets. I had to take down all the basketball rims throughout the city. Uh, and then all the swings, we took down every swing at all of our parks. Um, we have, at this point right now, I have signs at all my locations. And those signs are in three different languages, you know, Portuguese, Spanish, and English. We have a, a large Spanish and uh, Brazilian population here in the city of Framingham. Uh, I have the newest signs that they came out with, with suggesting the um, wearing the mace, uh, the mask, uh, the gloves, and social distancing. Finding it very difficult for the 15 to 35 year old age group to um, stay up with the social distancing and using the face masks. Uh, I, I, I got a complaint this morning from a woman who goes to one, our 65 acre uh, passive area complaining about the social distancing and not wearing masks. And I really have no control of that. I put signage everywhere. Uh, it would almost be, you'd almost need to have a police officer there constantly to monitor that type of, you know, activity. Sure. Um, how much activity have you seen on your fields? And in terms of your actual playing surfaces, have you had to do anything to keep people off of those surfaces? Well, we do have our signs that say keep off the field that we normally have at this time when we're, when we're trying to go from field to field to field, especially when we're doing the clay in fields and trying to keep the grass area in front of the uh, pitches mound clear for people when they're throwing batting practice. That was the biggest challenge. It's been the biggest challenge because everybody's out of school, all these baseball players, and they're all, you know, will show up to a field and they'll be pitching, you know, in that grass area. So it's, it's kind of destroying that area. Um, so what we challenge for next week is we'll probably just rotate, uh, rotate, excuse me. No we will rototill the clay services, leave it a little bit bumpy to keep, try to keep the people off of those areas. Um, but it's very, it's very hard. And people say, well, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? Mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to um, go forward with the governor's, you know, recommendation of the social distancing you know, and families and stuff like that. But it, it brings on quite a few challenges. The basketball court was a challenge, the tennis courts. I even have a skate park and the police have been there. The Board of Health has been there trying to tell the kids that they need to social distance. And it's been met with, you know, you know, blank stares and basically I don't care. Sure. Um, have you done any sort of planning at this point um, to have the fields ready for one athletic play resumes or is that not really in the thought process at this point? No, we are. Um, that's why it's been nice to aggressively, you know, aerate and, you know, seed and vert. Uh, we have a date now of May 14th, but I don't think that's going to be the, uh, the ending point and starting point of the new year. We will have everything ready, all of you know the fields for the, you know, for the um, big league baseball diamonds that would be the challenge of the program, and the softball fields for our uh, um, group permitted during the summer. This is the men's slow pitch softball league, the um, the different um, city uh, commercial vendors like Bose, Staples, uh, those corporations that have corporate softball. Uh, we we supply all the fields for those groups, and that's that's going to be the challenge that we'll meet for those. The little league right now is is following the same schedule as other youth sports, as well as lacrosse, youth lacrosse. They've been very helpful 
and keeping the people off the field. I think, you know, the youth soccer program, which, you know, makes quite a bit of money on the Memorial Day tournament um, to help, you know, and they help, you know, offset some of the costs of, of the field work that we do. Um, that's, you know, been a total loss for them. You know, they've canceled their program. Um, right now, graduation has been canceled here. Um, so the high school graduation, which is normally on my football field, has been canceled. So my football field should be uh, in incredible shape by the time this whole uh, thing should uh, cease. But I really don't see it happening. And our concerns are, we also have three, you know, freshwater beaches that we don't even think those are going to be able to be open. Social distancing is very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's going to be met the challenge. The, the summer camp program, again, something that's probably not going to happen. Maybe in July, but you know, what's happened now is our, our budgets have been frozen. So purchases, purchase orders over 500 are, are you know, they have to be uh, looked at very discreetly where anything under 500 well, repairs and things of my equipment are, are let go. But you know, I have, I have a couple purchase orders of a very large amount of money that are right now being held um, due to the, the lack of tax the meals tax, the hotel tax, the lottery, all those things are, affect the, the budget. And as you and I know, we all budget you know, on a yearly basis, figuring the tax receipts will, will come in and those aren't coming in now. And that's why the big challenge of, of the budget is, has been made. Um, in terms of information sharing, what are you hearing from other field managers? What are the biggest questions you're getting or what are you asking of others? And uh... You know, or what advice do you have for others? I think, um, well, we have peer-to-peer. -peer. I, I do a lot of um, contact with my other uh, NESMA members who are municipal, you know, who are in the parks, parks end of it. You know, some of them are parks or DPW. Some have trees, some are tree wardens. So it's a variety, and some have cemeteries like me. So I think we all look at it from the big picture. of It's not just the fields, but it's the whole aspect of, of public parks and public recreation use. And they're all met with the same challenge. They're being told, you know, some people stay home, some people come in, uh, social distancing. I'm very lucky that, over, you know, I've been here 30 years now that in the past, uh, I've had good luck with getting vehicles and equipment. So I have enough equipment that I can almost give one vehicle per person, should it come to, you know, 14, you know, individuals coming in. You know, that, that includes my mowers, my large scale mowers, my, you know, backhoe, things like that. So. I can social distance that way. With the PPE products, we've been able to um, have our guys clean the, the doors, the, the seats, the steering wheel, the, any aspect of inside the truck uh, when they get out. At the, you know, we give each person a truck for the week. They have their own tools. They clean those and put them all back at the end of the week. And then we start over with the next group. But there are some vehicles that don't get touched, so we're able to not have to do that. But that's the big thing on Fridays is to make sure that the vehicle's clean, you know, for the next person to get in. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, is there anything I might not have touched on or anything else you wanted to share? No, I think, you know, there's a frustration level from a lot of us, you know, trying because we're trying to do the best we can in, the, in these times. And I know probably throughout the country, the, the budgets are going to be very tight. And you know, I'm looking, I just got my budget for next year yesterday and I'm seeing where are they going to cut me? Um, I normally, like I said, have, you know, another you know, 16 employees and they've cut that in half. 
and they've also cut the staff at uh, the skating rink that I'm part of too. We have a rink. And my justification is how can you cut back on the staff there if a sheet of ice is $230 and that person working that hour is only making $17 an hour? How do you justify cutting the staffing out of a skating rink? It's, you know, it's, it's very difficult. So I think for a lot of us, there's that frustration of the, where the budget's going to be, how we're going to get there. But in uh, the knowledge that we have is people, a lot of times, and we've all talked about this, people just think we grow grass. And there's a lot more to it than just growing grass and, and cutting it. You know, that's, that's the stigma that a lot of times taxpayers look at. In recreation, as you know, in parks, and they're, they're on the cutting block because it's kind of considered a, you know, a, not a necessity, it's a luxury. And we hear it at the meetings, you know, let's, you know, furlough people. It's, you know, why aren't we laying people off? And that's scary. Being a municipal employee right now is a great, is a great situation, both myself and my wife, who's a teacher, you know, whether, even though she's teaching from home, uh, we have steady income that way. My heart goes out to the people that I see on, on world news tonight, who trying to just feed their children, you know, standing in those long lines have been laid off. And that, that's, I think the challenge that most of us need to uh, see and understand that we do the best we can. We come in, we work hard, we try to put on a, a great, um, uh, how do I want to say it? We try to put on a great program for these people to, when they want to use our facilities. Um, and that's the whole, that's the whole inkling for me is to try to get that through to the people who are above me that, that recreation parks and, and to be out there on these, as the winters turn to spring and now spring, going to summer, these people need to go somewhere. And that's gonna be the difficult challenge. But, you know, we've done a lot, you know, in the Nesma group, uh, we have the peer-to-peer -peer, um, conversations. We have a lot of input with our vendors. We have great vendors and a great support. Uh, our management team is working to try to keep us all abreast on what others are doing. Sort of like what you're trying to do here. We're trying to do that. Um, we have an online meeting on um, May 6th for anybody who's in the Nesma group to jump on like this, to you know, voice their opinion or just to see each other because a lot of us won't see each other on our, our usual field day this year, which isn't going to happen. You know, Arbor Day for I'm also I have trees and I'm a certified arborist, but Arbor Day got canceled this year, which is usually a huge volunteer program. All the volunteer work that we've been able to do throughout the city of Framingham is basically um, is, is not there anymore. So all the you know, the, the planting islands, all those deltas, all those street corners that normally are taken care of by a lot of volunteers, it just doesn't exist anymore. Well, again, I, I appreciate the time. I appreciate the insight and the information sharing and uh, hope to speak with you again real soon. So um, uh, we'll probably be doing a follow-up on this soon, but uh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Stay safe. See you too. Thanks.